Lightning fans, you've found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone. Welcome into the lightninginsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson from lightninginsider.com, your host. A quick hit update thoughts real quick on a 6-5 overtime victory against the Buffalo Sabres. Steven Stamkos with the game winner two and a half minutes into the overtime. uh, Lightning rally late, two goals in the final five-plus minutes to force overtime and then pick up the extra point in the OT. Uh, big guns showed up tonight. The power play showed up tonight. Three power play goals, including the tying goal uh, that made it 5-5, scored by Brandon Hagel, who got a piece of a Nikita Kucherov shot that tied the game. Uh, Nikita Kucherov finishes with three assists. Mikhail Sergachev finishes with three assists. Steven Stamkos, two goals and an assist. He sits at 998 career points, 493 career goals as he closes in a couple of... Uh, very uh, strong accomplishments, milestones in this league. He's already hit 500 assists, so two more for 1,000 points, seven more goals for 500 goals. Uh, Not too many players in this league have uh, reached both 500 goals and 500 assists in their career, Uh, and Stamkos is is closing in on those. Uh, The points, obviously, are going to come a little bit quicker. The the goal milestone, I sure like his chances to do it on home ice with a six-game homestand that starts on Saturday uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So uh, I like his chances to maybe get that 500th goal on home ice. I'm not so sure about the 1,000 points. I don't know if he'll be kept off the board in two consecutive games at Boston on Tuesday at Philadelphia on Thursday. But, um, you know, he's closing down on a couple of very – rare milestones in the league um, but the the big story in this game outside of the power play and you know the the, the big players showing up uh, Corey Perry had the other goal for Tampa Bay so uh, six goals five from the top six forwards one from Corey Perry they dress seven and 11 in the game Cal Foot dresses as the seventh defenseman. Uh, Pierre-Edouard Belmar, who did rejoin the team, was the uh, healthy scratch up front as he tries to get his bearings back about him after leaving the team for personal reasons over the weekend. Um, you know, he missed the game. Nick Perbix was back tonight. Uh, Cole Kepke was back tonight. Both those players were activated off of injured reserve. Uh, Alex Barry-Boulay was reassigned to Syracuse while Rudy Bowsers was placed on IR uh, with the injury he suffered on Friday. But the overall storyline in the game centers around, um, despite the win, it, it was a step backwards. The defensive zone coverage was uh, not good. You Look, the Sabres are the fourth highest scoring team in the league. So this is not you know, the Sabres of four years ago where you could just walk in and sometimes just throw your sticks down and knew you were going to get two points. 
That doesn't happen now. Um, they're a much different team. They can score goals as they did tonight. And if you give them time and space, they can score. And that's exactly what the Lightning did. You know, they were up 2 nothing in the first period. And yet, it just... It, they had two goals on four shots. The Sabres finished the period, I think it was 15 shots. I think it was 15-4 the shots on goal after the first period. And... Um, the, the lighting just defensively were not in it. They just weren't in it. They were backing up too much at the blue line. They were allowing too much space through the neutral zone and allowed a young Buffalo team that feels good about their game offensively to just come up ice and create and get in the zone. You know, Eric Chernak with a bad turnover on the first goal. You know, that's kind of popped back up in their game tonight. Um, and, and again, letting too much space uh, happen, and the you know the Sabers can make you pay. Sabers scored twice in the final two minutes of the first period to get that game two-two after the first period, and that sort of play continued into the second. A little too loose defensively, tightened up a little bit, but not enough. Uh, the Sabers eventually take a three-two lead. The Lightning on their power play which was a big factor in the game tonight, was uh, tied it up. So it's 3-3, heading to the third period. So now you're in a situation where, as poorly as you played, you know, it's a tie game. You have an opportunity with the amount of game breakers that you have on your roster to just go win a period and win a game. And it's, it's kind of ironic and I heard John Cooper say this after the game. You know, they they give up two goals and fall behind 5-3 in the third period where they felt that maybe they didn't deserve to be down two goals because they did tighten things up a little bit better defensively in the final period before, you know, they, they, it took a, a comeback, you know, to tie the game. Steven Stamkos, his first goal of the night, uh, came uh, immediately after Buffalo took a 5-3 lead to make it 5-4. Uh, Braden Point gets hooked on the way to the net, leads to a power play goal for uh, for Tampa Bay. That's the one that Hagel scored um, to make it 5-5. But everything that they talked about, they improved upon in the uh, in most of this month. You know, they played 9 out of 11 games heading into tonight on home ice. No road trips. This is actually the first road trip for the team since the end of October. But a lot, everything they talked about and they improved upon during those stretch of home games got better defensively, cut down on high danger chances against, didn't give up the middle of the ice. It just felt like it went out of the window for 40 minutes tonight. And whether this was a quote-unquote trap game, and I felt it kind of was because it's the first game on the road in a while. It's the first road trip in a while. You've got the matchup with the Bruins and and remembering what the Bruins did to you on your home ice a week ago, still fresh in your mind, overlooking a Buffalo team, which you can't overlook. You know, they've got some terrific young talent. They've got some draft picks that are starting to develop for them. Uh, They don't have 
any um, the goaltending is not what they want it to be. But if they find some goaltending, you know they've got the makings of a team that can you know do some damage. So you can't overlook the Sabers. And and it felt like for a portion of this game anyway that they overlooked the Sabers, and it it almost cost them. But when your big guns are shooting like they were tonight, and they're on top of their game offensively, you're going to get a, a situation where you win a game 6-5. They happen throughout the season. You know, remember back to the start of last year, the game in Detroit, where they were actually down, what was it, 5-2 or 6-3? They were down 6-3 with six minutes to go in the third period. Again, terrible off uh, defensively. Yeah, granted, it was game number two of the year, but terrible defensively. And they rally for three and win it in overtime to win that game 7-6. You get the occasional game that you have to win 6-5, which is kind of how this game went tonight. Not pretty. You're not going to hang it on the wall and say, hey, I remember how well we played this game, but you're going to remember the two points you picked up. And any, any points you can pick up are valuable. But as this team can do, they know how to self-assess. And you heard John Cooper, or maybe you heard John Cooper's comments post-game where he said, if we think that we can play this game the rest of the road trip, this type of game the rest of the road trip, it's not going to go well for us. And he's, you know, absolutely right. If, if they think that they can play this loose defensively, against a, a Boston team, which is, you know, among the best five-on-five. Five. You know, the Bruins set an NHL record. They've won their first 12 consecutive home games. That's why I think the game against the Sabres was kind of, kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit of a trap type of game uh, because you had all these factors facing you uh, coming up the next night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. And, you know, the Bruins have a plus 28 goal differential on home ice in those 12 games. 48 to 20. Goals for versus goals against. And they've then the Bruins have been off for, you know, a few days. I think they last played on Friday, so they're, you know, three days of rest facing a team that's coming off a game the night before. Some look at it as a scheduled loss. I don't know if it's necessarily a scheduled loss, but because Brian Elliott started and played well despite giving up five goals, maybe he wants you know, the Cousins goal back, the Dylan Cousins goal back. But he was really good in the first period and was really good in overtime. Uh, gave his team a chance to come back and win the game and actually you know, be tied after the first period. Now you've got Andre Vasilevsky rested. He hasn't played since Friday, so he has he's had three days off. You know, ready to go against the Bruins. 
So it's not necessarily a quote unquote scheduled loss, but it is it is going to be a difficult game just from the fact that, you know, what the Bruins have been able to accomplish this year already in the short stages of the season. And again, the Bruins defy me. I keep thinking they're going to take a step back, and all they do is just continue to push forward. Uh, we'll see if they can maintain this all season. It, I think it will be tough. But, you know, they've gotten off to a terrific start. Uh, and if the Lightning play, uh, think that they can play the way they did tonight against Buffalo when they face the Bruins on Tuesday, well, it's going to be a long night, and we'll have a much different discussion uh, after the game about it. So, so loose defensively, tighten those things up, uh, get some goaltending, which they did despite the five goals tonight. Uh, take another step forward because the game against Buffalo was definitely a step in the wrong direction um, after everything they had set forth and tried to work on uh, in the previous you know few weeks here on home ice. And it's a long season. You're going to have games where you know you play poorly and you don't win, and you're going to have games where you play great and you don't win. Sorry, you play poorly. You'll play poorly, but you'll win. But there's other games you'll play terrific, and you won't you won't win the game for whatever reason. The puck doesn't go your way. Goalie stands on his head. Those things tend to happen. But it's always about the process. And again, John Cooper said it tonight. We are always about the process, and this game was not our process. It it it, it wasn't their formula for winning games. And you can't continue to try and go back to that recipe thinking you're going to win. But they did. Two key points, a lot of ice time. I do wonder, with the amount of ice time, again, you dress 7 and 11, so your forwards are getting extra shifts. And then because uh, a few times you had to chase the game, your forwards are getting extra ice time. The power plays are getting extra ice time. What does that have on the second half of back-to-back? What kind of a lineup are we going to see in the second half of back-to-back? I would assume they go back to 12 and 6 to try and maybe even things out a little bit you know, against the Bruins here. But either way, uh, they're going to have to play much, much better against Boston than they did against Buffalo to have a chance to be the first team to hand the Bruins a, a loss on home ice. So, all right, so like I said, this is a quick hitter. Um, catch me and Chief on the pregame skate show, 6 o'clock on the Strike 102.5 HD2, Lightning Radio 24-7 on the TuneIn app. I'll also have the last call with Chief after the game. Uh, so stick around. You have questions. Uh, we don't have calling capabilities, but you can always reach me on Twitter. Use the hashtag AskEE during the last call, uh, as Jason has done a few times uh, here the last couple of games. Uh, and, you know, we'll try and answer the question on the air for you. Um, you know, you can also you'll look for the tweet that's sent out by the Bolts radio account. Uh, you can reply to that as well if you want to get a question in for the postgame show. So, again, Lightning are at Boston on Tuesday, 7 p.m. puck drop. They pick up, uh, start the road trip with a 6-5 overtime victory against the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking this out. And uh, try to get back to everybody after the game against Boston. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.